live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, this is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win with your money, in your work, and in your relationships. 888 888-825-5225 is the phone number. I'm Ken Coleman. George Campbell joins me this hour. We love being together. We've already had uh, one fun hour. We're warmed up and ready to go. I'm it, irritated and caffeinated. You're Let's irritated go. and caffeinated. You need to gargle that cold brew right there on the mic. That'll I don't get do that to America. They deserve better. It's the sound effect that America wants to hear, but the guys in the booth do not. We need healing, Ken. It's the last thing America needs. And I'm telling you, a good good gargle sound effect will bring people together. It really will. Let's go north of the border. Ontario, Canada is where Rose joins us. Rose, how can we help? Um, I've got kind of a loaded question. Um, okay, we're I'm ready. Unload. If I, I'm recently separated. Um, in the spring of last year, um, I finally had my husband removed from the house by police oh, uh, no. for a protection order. Mm. And I've been in the house by myself. Um, I'm finally feeling safe. There hasn't been any issues since last August. Um, but I'm wondering if I should buy him out or sell the house and divide the profit. Um, mostly because I'm feeling safe in the house. I can just afford it on my own, but I would be using up my emergency fund to stay in the house. Um, and I'm a little bit scared about moving out um, to a different area and feeling unsafe. Hmm. In a Why would you be unsafe I if you moved out on your own? Um, my neighbors know what's going on, and... Um, I'm in an area where I feel protected by my neighbors. Um, hmm. Are there any kids in the so equation? Just, no. Well, that's good news. Yeah. Why don't you lay yeah. out your financial situation? Because I think that the financial component to me seems on the surface, George, a little bit more black and white. Uh, well, lay, yeah. do you have any, lay out your, your, fun, your, uh, your money situation. Do you, have any, do you have any debt at all? No, no debt. And you have an emergency uh, fund. How much off. is in there? Uh, it's waning because it's going into lawyer fees. Um, but at the moment, I have, let's just say, about 9000 in savings. Um, okay. And are you working? I do. I work full-time. What's your income? I make 55. Did you yeah, say? 55 grand a, a year. 55. Okay. So with this buyout, you'd have to refinance and be able to handle the mortgage on your own. Yeah. With the current so rates in Canada. The, there's 155 left on the mortgage. Uh, the house is worth approximately 2000 at uh, 215,000. Although I've had real estate agents say we can get more, but the average I've been yeah, like assessment or um, I've been getting from real estate agents is around 215-220. Okay. Um, what are your chances to grow so, your what are your chances to grow your income? I think I could easily grow my income. I'm very happy where I am at my work. Uh, people know what's going on, and they're also kind of protecting me. Um, so I've had a really good place of work for a while. All of this chaos has been going on. How long has it um, been since even, he got removed from the house? Um, it'll be a year. Okay, and there's been no, and he hasn't pulled any stunts in over a year. Uh, no, it, he has. <laughs> Um, he's been arrested twice 
for breaching. Um, the restraining order? Then, uh, yeah, we called it a protection order here, but yeah, restraining order and then a peace bond was just uh, put into place. Uh, so his, right now they're not proceeding with the trial. Um, he's taken a, a DV course, uh, but he did have breaches until August of last year. Um, and then uh, because they, he took the course and he agreed to the peace bond, which is like a, an extra protection, um, the, he, they're not proceeding. They're go- not going to trial with the charges. And I, it seems like he's willing to leave me alone right now, but I'm always worried that like if I bump into him somewhere in public that it's going to trigger yeah, I'm so sorry. Rose, I'm so sorry. I, the reason I'm asking is because I'm trying to, just from a common sense standpoint, if I were your brother, I'm trying to take on the role of mm-hmm. older brother here. Well, I just keep thinking, this abuse happened in this home, didn't it, Rose? It did. Yeah, I and think we need to remove like ourselves from the physical. Yeah. yeah, I would get out for that reason alone, on top of the fact that you straight up told us you're barely going to be able to yeah, afford a mortgage on your own, and you like deplete it. your emergency fund. So it's not financially sustainable, yeah. and emotionally and mentally, this is That's, not the best place for you. I agree with George Rose. I, I was going to say, I wouldn't want my sister to add financial stress to everything else you're dealing with. It just doesn't make any sense. The problem is rent prices are so high now, though, too. So I'm like, well, if you if can't afford the mortgage rent, payment long term, doesn't matter. You're going to get foreclosed on. Yeah, I could afford the mortgage. You just and told us you'd have to deplete the, the emergency fund. Like, I'd have to get $10,000 extra a year if I wanted to really be comfortable for travel and, you know, all those extras. Well, this you're, uh, you're what we call house poor right now. You can't live the rest of your life yeah. because you're stuck making the mortgage payment. And so for that reason alone, this mm-hmm. is a bad idea. But you, you're, I want you to hear what we're hearing, Rose. And Rose, we're on yeah. Team Rose. Okay, hear us. We're not, we're not, listen, we're not trying to disagree with you. But you need to hear what we're hearing. And what I'm hearing is, well, I need to stay in this place that has all these awful memories and bad psychology and everything else that I cannot afford. And the reason I have to stay there is because rent's too high. And that's not the yeah. that's and not equity. You know, you're yeah, like, but well, no equity. You got no. You, you don't have much equity at all. And equity's not going to matter and if, if your refrigerator breaks. You're screwed over, right? Well, yeah, you don't you don't have the money for the Rose. just home renovate the home repair and maintenance costs. You need a roommate. That's what you need. That's yeah. what I was going to suggest is get a roommate because that's going to add to the level of safety that you feel. Cut your costs and cut your costs in yeah. half. Get your life stabilized. There is a home in your future. There's equity yeah. in your future. So you sell this place. You each get twenty k. Is it an even split? Uh, yeah, that's the hope. Is he like, paying his portion? Actually, like my lawyer already gave him a separation agreement. Like they had already said, like these are the terms. His lawyer agreed to it. I'd get him and out. And then my lawyer wrote up the separation agreement and then he won't sign it now. Now I have no way of proving this, Rose, but my gut tells me that if I sold this house and I give him a chunk of money and he, he's not on the hook for his payment, it goes a long mm-hmm. way to get him out of your life. George? Yeah, you've got well, financial you're not streams. Well, anything towards the house right now either, Well, whose name's so. on the mortgage? Both. Exactly. That's you what have I'm financial strings attached yeah. to him until and, you get out of this. And he gets out of it, too. Because if anything goes wrong with the house, he's on the hook. So I think it's a yeah. clean separation.
Yep. I'm Judge go George, sell that. give us a final judgment there. The gavel's down. Sell this thing. Move out. Get an apartment. Get a roommate. And you'll be back to home ownership one day. But right now, you got to focus on what's best for you. Wow. Man, it's being tough. a judge is hard work, Ken. Not all it's cracked up to be. Yep. Glad you're thinking about you in this moment instead of Rose. But uh, Rose has been through it. We are pulling for Rose. Rose, Again, we're we pulling for you. Rose. I'll give George a hug during the break, America. He'll be ready, I promise. Don't move. This is The Ramsey Show. You worked hard for your home. It should be a place where you can relax and refocus on your goals. And something as simple as window treatments can make the difference. If you're ready for an upgrade, we've recommended Blinds.com for years, and I've used them myself. That's because with Blinds.com, you don't have to sacrifice your budget, your style, or great service. From blinds, drapes, and shutters to motorized shades, they make it easy and affordable to upgrade your entire home. And they're designed. Design experts are always ready to help, even with measuring and installation. Plus, there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees. Everything is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee. And shipping is always free. See for yourself why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Visit Blinds.com now to learn more and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show, America, celebrating President's Day, an unnecessary holiday in my opinion. Uh, just a hot take there. Love my U.S. presidents. Can name just about all of them, but uh, I'm not sure we need a day off. I think you're upset because you don't have the day off. Could be. But you also love to work. I do that's love to Ken's work. thing. Thank you very much. I'll be taking your work questions because that's how we make more money and get through the baby steps faster. George Campbell will be taking your money questions. So we are here for you, America. Very excited. I was telling my kids last night, James, they have winter break this week. And spring break is just two weeks away. And so I was grumbling on the way into the bedroom last night that when I was a kid, you know what break I had? No break. Now we got winter break, spring break. It's, what's with all the breaks? I feel like my kid's life is a break. Well, to make matters Am worse. Am I that grumpy today? You had no break uphill both ways. Now, see, see, that's really funny. You think you're really cute with that. I thought I'm just that was saying cute. we got too many breaks. Too many breaks. Ken said, get off my lawn. We got smoke breaks. We got cell phone breaks. We had too many breaks. But I digress. We're here to help you. Even though I sound grumpy, I'm going to be happy to help you. You sound more like Seinfeld, but like the generic brand. You know what I mean? <laughs> like great value Seinfeld. Generic? Yeah. With this sweater, it wasn't generic quite. about me. I don't want to give you too much credit and say you're Jerry Seinfeld. That felt like egregious. Uh, that would have been egregious. John is in uh, Minneapolis. John, how can George and I help? Hey guys, I have a question. Is it um, better to invest in a Roth IRA for my kids' education or open up a 529 plan for them? Great question. I'm assuming the heart of this question, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, is that you're not sure if the kids will go to college, if they're going to use all the money, and therefore I'd rather have it on the Roth side. Exactly. Well, the... The 529 plan acts as a Roth IRA, but it's for education. And the beautiful thing is with the new Secure 2.0 Act ruling, you can now roll over a portion of the 529 money into a Roth IRA if they don't end up using it. 
Yeah, and that's 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 the caveat that I was wondering too because I feel that when was it like fifteen years or so when they they don't use all the money they have a retirement fund eventually because they're ten and seven right now. So they'll be mid twenties, you know, when well, that would convert into a Roth. To have a Roth IRA in their name, it would have to be a custodial Roth and they would need to have earned income. Yeah, I thought the five twenty nine, if you don't use it for fifteen years or after you're done using it for like fifteen years, it converts to a Roth. Yeah, and you can convert up to thirty five thousand over to the Roth side. Oh, so I would just okay. go with that plan and it number yeah. one, there's no income limitations or contribution. Uh, the contribution limits are way higher on a 529 plan versus your Roth IRA. And uh, mm-hmm. the, also the other piece of this is it's going to count as regular income tax. So you, you can yeah. avoid the early withdrawal penalty using a Roth for education, but you can't avoid paying the income tax on that. And so there's another reason the 529 plan wins in my book yeah. for those let me Let me add another wrinkle to this, John. Uh, so just give us an idea. If the 10- and 7-year-old don't go to a traditional college university, what would you see them doing? Do you see them getting some type of training? And if that's if that's the case, give us an example. Yeah, their, their expectation is some sort of second post, you know, secondary education after high school, whether it's, um, you know, be a plumber, electrician, you know, some, some type of... Right. Some type of secondary education. So here's the point. The 529 is pretty liberal in your application of those funds. And so any kind of trade school, certificate program, coding boot camp, it's going to cover all that. Mm, okay. And you can always change the beneficiary. I mean, that can be loose. It could be a first cousin. It could be the first cousin's spouse, aunt, uncles, son-in-laws. I mean, so there's a lot of options to still pass down this money and use it. So I would be less concerned about that and more concerned about what college is going to cost for any kind of education, yeah. for that matter, yeah. 10, 15 years from now. So much is going to change. To parents everywhere of 7- and 10-year-olds, hear me now, listen to me later. Okay? Think about that one, George. That'll take I'm me a second. T- I know. I'll tell you this. What education is going to look like for a 7- and 10-year-old in America right now is going to be dramatically different. Mark my words. Mark my words on this. I'm paying attention to it all the time. Uh, there's a lot of shifts going on underneath the surface. You'll see the occasional headline here and there about enrollment rates dropping because they are. You're going to see a lot of shifts over the next decade. I think it's going to be remarkably different. So just stay the course. The 529 is a really good vehicle for all the reasons we just talked about. I've got one for my now almost six-month-old. Do you really? Yeah, very excited about it. Yeah, that's great. And I'm hoping, you know, family can contribute. Instead of birthday, you know, gifts and toys, Throw a little money in the 529 party. Yeah, I like that. A little 529 party. She'll be going to school debt-free. I mean, we know that 100%. But that's what I do personally, and that's why I recommend it. Yeah, I love it. Let's go to Maryland now in the City of Angels. Los Angeles, California is where she is. Maryland, how can we help? Hi, Ken and George. My name is Maryland, and my husband and I are debating on selling our condo and renting. Whoa. Who wants to sell it? Who wants to keep it? Well, we're actually kind of at peace with um, selling it, both my husband and I. So there's no debate. Yeah. I feel like George and I are useless, which happens a lot, by the way. Okay, what's the reason (laughs) you want to sell it? Okay, a couple reasons. Our um, HOA dues are increasing, 
we are now at $563 a month mm. in HOA. Gasp. Welcome to yeah. condos in LA. Ugh. HOA. That is correct. Ugh. Yes. And also another main reason is we are in 950 square feet for Ooh. three people. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. One bedroom or sorry, one bathroom, two bedrooms. Who are and the three? So who are, are, who's the third person? Um, it's actually my stepson. His name is Clay. How old is Clay? Uh, Clay is going to be 12 in August yeah. and we have shared custody. So we have yeah. them 50, 50, but it's, I'm worried about teenage years, right? And friends Maryland. coming over and things like Listen, that. Yeah. As a former 12 year old, I wouldn't want to share a bathroom with a 12 year old boy. All right. I mean, they're the most disgusting human beings on the planet. And I say that with love. I have two boys. But they're disgusting. Thank All you. you parents out in the lobby with little boys, when when he turns 12, disgusting. It's disgusting. It's horrible. I have to go in my boys' bathrooms with a hazmat suit on, George. Wow. I, I just needed to now. say, Marilyn. an aggressive. Well, I was no, going to say, this is I a grew good idea. In a, in a thousand square foot home, four of us, my brother and I, my parents, we had one tiny bathroom we shared. And I'm saying we survived. I'm just saying. And, it's and not as dire can, as it sounds. Too. So you're yes, surviving, but I don't want them surviving. I want them thriving. Beyond the space in the HOA, what's the reason you're wanting to sell it? Pay off debt. Aha. Um, yep, 84K in debt. That includes college loans, 56000 car loan, 11000 personal loan, 17000 Ooh. Okay, so how much equity do you have in this house, or what will you net once, 90, if you sold it? 91000 in equity. We would sell it for four fifty five and profit profit sixty three k. Okay, after fees and all that, you've done the math. Yes. Okay, and we do have. you have anything in savings? We have in savings um, about seven thousand. What's your combined income? Combined income for last year was one hundred and eighty three thousand. Wow! All right. Okay, I I like your plan, but I have this gut check, and here's uh -oh. the gut check. Uh -oh. You're almost going to clear the debt. You'll clear the car loan, the personal loan, and you'll have most of the student loan knocked out. Here's Correct. the thing that didn't change if you do all of this. Your behavior okay. that got you into this mess. You are so correct. You have the um, sacrifice have part down. The condo in the first place. Yeah. Like you guys are willing to sell the condo to get out of debt, but are you willing to never go into debt again? Uh thousand percent and she just we said something totally on board she said they should have never bought the condo did i hear you say that you should have never bought it in the first place yes mm. you are correct so you're going to go rent somewhere in the area that is correct okay a two, uh, three bedroom two bathroom is about 3200 in rent we are spending 3100 living here in okay the well i mean you're just going to be paying someone else's hoa fee so it's not like it disappears it's built into the rent but i think this is the best move for you and your family right now and i'm proud of you yeah i like it but george is right you better change your behavior not just the numbers this is the ramsey show I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. 
Welcome back to the Ramsey Show. Thrilled to have you with us. 888-825-5225. I'm Ken Coleman. George Camel joins us. We always love being together, taking your questions. Uh, all right, folks, a lot of you have questions about taxes. Taxes are confusing. My goodness, the U.S. tax code is an absolute disaster. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I'm for a flat tax, George. Across the board. I've heard you talk about fair this. Fair tax. Everybody gets one thing, but that's not where we are. So how do we win in today's crazy tax code? Uh, so this is a question we recently got from one of our listeners, okay? We normally have someone do our taxes, but our accountant retired. I think we have a simple return. Should we try to file ourselves with Ramsey Smart Tax? Ooh. What do you say, Judge George? So this is a tax software that at Ramsey Solutions we developed, and uh, you can definitely use this if you feel confident filing on your own and your situation is relatively simple, which is more people in America than it's not. And so here's what I would say, get in touch with a tax pro, an actual CPA. If you had a major life change, like you retired, you had an inheritance, you adopted a child, you own a business, that's a big one where I go, hey, I'm probably going to work with a tax pro. There's a lot of yes. of trickle-down pieces of running a business that I would work with a pro for. And another one is you're not confident about filing taxes on your own. Just the peace of mind yeah. that someone else is going to handle this uh, that is a huge bonus of working with a tax pro. And then lastly, you want to save time and stress. It can take a while to do your own taxes. So if you're confident about filing on your own, go check out Ramsey uh, Smart Tax at RamseySolutions.com. And while you're there, you can find uh, the tax pros that we trust at RamseySolutions.com slash tax. And I'll tell you, Ken, I, I did a post about this. And what was really cool was seeing all of the people who were like, hey, I used Ramsey Smart Tax for the very first time, and I can't believe how easy it was. And I had used the pro for years, and I decided I'm going to try this on my own. Yeah. And uh, I used this the other day, and it was amazing how it walks you through and educates you yeah. every step of the way. It's great. RamseySolutions.com slash tax. And then again, our Ramsey Trusted Tax Pro, a shout out to David if he's listening. Sometimes he listens. In fact, last time you and I were on together, he was listening. So David, if you're listening... You're my guy. Thank you. You're the man. I got total trust in David. I don't want to mess with it. You know what I mean? I don't want to go to jail. I would not look good yeah. in a jumpsuit. You know? I can see you rocking it. I don't I think, think so. You, you would hem it. You'd make it fashionable somehow. I'd do my best. Uh, rest assured. But uh, that's side not the place for prison. Huh? You'd be hemming uh, all, the, all the, <laughs> the prison jumpsuits for the yeah, guys. you got to have a job. you got to stay busy. got to find some purpose no matter where you are. All right. Karen is up next in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Karen, how can we help? Hey, guys. How are you? We are having a blast. Can you tell? It sounds like it. It yeah. sure does. Good. Uh, so I am on this uh, financial peace mission. I'm on Baby Step 2, working to change your family tree. There we go. brought to light, yes, my mother's situation. My question more is about my mother's non-planning and which uh, her situation could become my situation pretty quickly. So I wanted to ask some questions about that. Okay, tell us a little bit more and ask away. Okay, so her, uh, she's a wonderful lady. She's 83. She's independent, got her sweetheart living with her. She decides to go back to college when she's uh, 70 and gets her Ph.D. in biochem, but she takes out student loans. Mm. At she 70? Works, so she's, at 70. She's a Ph.D. in biochem. She's a rock star. That is fantastic. Yeah. Except yeah. for the and student loan part. Exactly. So she's been paying on these student loans, and now she's uh, 83. She stopped working when she was 80 a few years ago, teaching at the college. Jeez, what a slacker. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> they've also got 18K in an equity loan she took out. Oh, and no. she has no retirement. Mm. She has um, just paid off her condo, which is good news. Mm-hmm. It's worth about 170K. Okay. And uh, she's on Medicare and or and social. She takes Social Security. And so, what happens if something happens to her? She needs to be um, cared for, say in a nursing home or in home care. There's no money for that. Mm. And I'm guessing, do me and my brother take that up? We don't have any money for that. Um, mm. How do we? Is her condo protected from the student loan and her equity loan, or do we put the condo in our name? Or well, the home equity loan is tied to her condo. Yep. And so her condo is at risk. That would be paid off. Yes. It's one of the scariest parts about these home equity loans is it puts your home at risk. If she can't pay that, they can take her condo away. What kind of margin does she have uh, on her Social Security payments and her basic expenses? So she gets eighteen hundred a month in Social Security. She has a contribution with her partner of seven twenty five a month. Her student loans around three hundred dollars a month. Her equity loan will be about three hundred dollars a month, and that's basically and and then she's got a condo fee of three hundred a month. So she's already nine hundred out, right? And she's making twenty five, and she hasn't even had any food yet. Exactly. Is the sweetheart still living with her? Yeah, he's a vet, and he is a little bit younger than her. His whole that a girl. She's impressive. Covered. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Your mom's a rock star. Degree at seventy, retires at eighty. Got a younger man in the house. Is he pulling his weight? Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm concerned about. Or is he? Is no, he? No, he's got so much weight. His kids are, are millionaires. They'll take care of him if something happens. But, but not your mom. Your mom's not involved nope. in this picture. Are they considering nope, getting married at all, or is this yeah, just like that's a, what I'm trying to do? Close the deal on that. I was wondering if that would be a good an advantage. I know his vet, you know, he's a vet, though his benefits don't cover her or any spouse. That's what I'm told. Why haven't they gotten married uh, to this point anyway? Um, just hasn't. Uh, yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he wants to, and that gets awkward. You know, who brings that up? You know. No, I mean he he would. I think if it he if it meant something, they're so old. They're like, why would we get married? We're here, we're together. What's the you know why? I, I don't know. Well, is the it, obvious answer is it'd be great for your mom, but you know, mm-hmm. again, that's kind of an awkward situation. So yeah. So here's the deal. And her brother, I is doubt she's going to be able to well. pay her debts off with the income she has. Right. She's right. going to be lucky to just make the minimum payments until she, you know. Heads to the other side. Yeah, I'm not really. I'm not really worried about her death. I'm worried about what happens to her if. I mean, long term care. If, yeah, I mean, exactly. It, she never did. There's that. a dire situation yeah. where you use Medicaid, which is not a great program, and she's not going to have quality care and can limited she get options. A, can they get an affordable long term term care policy at this age? Probably. Uh, not. I doubt it. No, not. It cannot affect in long-term care insurance. You know they they're going to factor in age and risk, and the chances of her needing a nursing home is very high at eighty-three. Why isn't she living with Mister Deep Pockets? Why is he living with her? Why is he living with her? Yeah, because when he looks at her, it makes him happy. Yeah, but he's the one who's loaded, right? 
Yeah, his health is, I mean, he smoked for 50 years and she finally got him to quit last year. And uh, I don't know, I don't, you know, every day we think, is he going to make it another month? The reason I bring this up, we only got about a minute and a half, George, but I'm going, is selling the condo a good play for her at this point? I don't know what it would do for her other than cover it. When her some, if she ended up in a in her nursing home situation, the condo is useless anyway. So I'm saying, I wonder, can we compound? She's really, really, uh, excuse me, really healthy right now. Yes, no? Yes, really healthy. Yeah. I mean, George, I'm asking. Yeah. They don't have long-term Worst care. Case, I think sell the condo and use those funds to cover it later on down the road. That's what I'm saying. Could we invest Maybe those? Could we invest this somewhere? Oh, that's a great idea. You could. She'd have to then go pay rent, which she doesn't have right now because the condo is paid off. And so there's an added expense right. now that she didn't have before. And so there's a balance maybe here. Her partner would pay the rent. Well, that's the hope. That's what I'm, He's got to pay his yeah. fair share. We don't share. have a lot of ideas. And since he's got a better financial situation, how, if how he much, loves her. How much could this place sell for? 170 It's not going to create an astounding amount of income. It's not. Even investing it. No. And so I don't know that that would be enough to cover all of her expenses with the added expense of rent. This is a tough one. There's not any really great, well, clear options. Well, her brother is another option, too. Do, well, then, is it okay to talk to him about yes, it? Yes, we gotta, absolutely. we got to talk to everybody right now. Get the whole family for this a come-to-Jesus meeting. Yeah, including the sweetheart. You know, oh. let's go. we got to help Mom. She's helped you. Get creative. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show, America. Thrilled to have you with us. I'm Ken Coleman. George Campbell joins me. And the phone number for you to jump in is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. All right, uh, now we go to Charlotte, North Carolina, where George's favorite superhero is waiting for us. Thor, how can we help? Hey, pleasure to be on the show. Thank you for having me. You bet. And i got to ask, Thor, so, what's your middle yeah. name? My middle name is actually Thordal. Thor is short for Thordal. My family is Scandinavian. Wow. I would have guessed that part. So what's the first name if Thordal is the middle name? <laughs> you go name? by Thor. The, well, the, fir- the first name is biblical. We had to keep it balanced. So the first name is Isaiah. All right. Okay. All right. I thought I was going to get two great like Scandinavian names, So, um, but it was great. Thank you, Thor, Thanks. for the... Uh, by the way, if my middle name was Thor, I would go by Thor, too. 100%. You, you know what I mean? That's a good choice. All right. Uh, exactly. Enough of the nonsense, but I had to know. I couldn't focus if I didn't get that out of the way. How can we help no, today? No, So I have a small business. Uh, we're located here in Charlotte. Uh, we do event production, lights, video, sound. And uh, business has been good the last couple years. We have uh, doubled, uh, doubled, doubled our... Uh, annual revenue uh, year over year um, up until this year, and it's looking like it's going to be another great one. And what I am curious is, in y'all's opinion, what is a healthy margin of money, or a, maybe a ratio would be a better term, for a business to keep on hand mm-hmm. or to reinvest? Because in our industry, it's all about growing your inventory. And so the majority of the revenue does get reinvested back into the company. I'd say about 90 plus percent of it annually goes back into the company. But now that we're at a stage where we're not having to buy as much, how much should we keep set aside? Are you running this business debt-free? Pretty much, yep. We have about uh, $12,000 in uh, interest-free debt. Okay, and how much do you have in... That is very well managed. How much do you have in retained earnings now and savings? 
Um, we, we have about 40000 Okay, and how many months of operating expenses would you say that is? Oh, that's over a year and a half. <laughs> oh, wow. How, wait, I'm talking about, you're saying your entire operating expenses are a few thousand a yes, month? Yes, I, I have extremely minimal operating expenses. How uh, big is your team? I keep it I keep it as tight as possible, just me. Okay, I, I was getting ready to say that makes more sense. Okay, I thought there was yep, payroll every, involved everyone, here. Everyone else, everyone else is uh, is subcontracted in on the on the show. So All right, one other cool. quick question, and, and George is going to give you your answer here. But you had said that up to this point, it felt like you were reinvesting ninety percent of the profits into equipment, and now you said I don't need to do that as much. Do you have some type of forecast for George on on what you think that percentage will be this year? I would say this year we would probably only need to reinvest 40 to 50% of gross earnings. Um, now, we can invest more, and uh, probably some context, I am big on uh, tax planning. So I spend as much uh, deduct- tax-deductible income as possible uh, to avoid paying taxes at the end of the year. Um, but the and that's really where the question comes in is, do I continue doing that? Do I continue keeping my tax payments as low as possible? Or do we start to hold on? Like at at what point do you start to hold on to the money? If that makes sense. And just, well, we may have different schools of thought here. I go by the Entree Leadership School of Thought, which is how Dave Ramsey built this place from a card table in his living room to the empire it is today. And that one of the principles there is start and run your business completely debt-free. And so if I'm in your shoes, I'm going to use 12 of that 40 to pay off all the debt today and never go into debt again. Because you don't need to. You're crushing it. Oh, absolutely. And the other thing is we never spend to save at Ramsey. That doesn't make any sense to me if I can challenge you, Thor. I, I, as a small business guy, I I, I hate taxes with a, trust me, I hate taxes more than George hates taxes. Tell him, George. This man is like, if he could go back to the Boston Tea Party, just to throw some tea overboard, he would. I will 100%. If he could use a time machine, that's where he'd believe go. Believe me, I would. But at the same time, yeah, I'd be I, right there next to you. I know, but I would not agree with what you just said. And I want to challenge that for a moment because this idea no, that I got to spend as much money as I possibly can to avoid taxes makes no sense. I'd rather save as much as I possibly could, realizing that taxes are a necessary evil. And I got a good tax pro. Who's going to help me save? But I'm not going to go spend a dollar to save a dollar in taxes. It doesn't make any sense to me. Do you do you understand no, what I, I'm getting I, at? Believe me, I, I completely understand. Part of the beauty of this particular industry, though, is that to a certain extent, there's always additional equipment you can purchase and rent and make additional money on. And so it is, it is easy, easier, I would say, than it's not, it's not like we're going out and making unnecessary purchases. It's easy, they're easy purchases to justify, but you don't necessarily have to make them. It's just That's more what I'm saying. I would only buy the equipment, equipment that you, you actually make. need instead yeah. of just going buy a $40,000 toy because yeah. you could potentially write it Because you justify it. The very word justify Absolutely. tells you where you're at. So, I, I, listen, I'm not going to try to preach at you. I just wanted to point that out. No. I think it's a misguided policy for somebody who, in your case, could be really well off financially, George. How would yeah. he do that? What would we tell him to do? Well, number one, pay off the debt. Number two, it sounds like you have plenty of operating expenses, retained earnings. We would go six months is what you want to aim for, for retained earnings. And then you were talking about investing back into the business, saving up for larger purchases. I would separate that out. I would not use your retained earnings for that. 
Instead, I would do what we call a sinking fund. And so if you know there's a $10,000 item you want to purchase, well, let's put money away, 1000 bucks a month, for example. So in 10 months, we can make that purchase when we need to. And I would do all of this with a high-yield savings account for your business. Yep. Okay. Very interesting. And so, and then obviously save for taxes. It sounds like you're on top of that, but make sure you put, you're putting money aside to pay your taxes. Do you do it quarterly? We do not currently do quarterly, but this year we, we are. So okay. we, we haven't up and up through the 2023 tax season, but we are 2020. So you may want to set aside 25% into a separate savings account and then pay quarterly and pull it out of there to cover your taxes so you don't have a big burden at the end of the year. Absolutely. All right, Absolutely. Thor, Thor, one other thing, and I want George to weigh in on this yes, uh, if he wants to. Have you ever heard the phrase, cash is king? Absolutely. Have you ever heard, all right, but, let me ask you another one. Have you ever heard the phrase, equipment is king? No, yes, yes no, and no, no, again, you no, have not. Come on, Thor. Trick question. I tricked you, and you're trying to get out of it. Here's the point. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm a hundred. I'm not trying. I'm a hundred. I'm with you. Cash is definitely king. Uh, but you know, in our industry, the kings are the ones with the with the biggest inventory. That here's a question, though. Shows, so. I don't know about your industry, Thor, but could you buy used equipment that's cheaper and still make the same amount that's of money? Exactly. That's exactly what we do. Okay. Which is great. All I'm Good. saying is, Thor, I know you know what you're doing. I'm not questioning that you know what you're doing. I'm just saying that you yourself said, I don't need as much equipment this year. And I'm saying when you are in a season like this where you don't need as much, stack the cash. Then when you got to buy, buy with cash. That's all I'm getting at. I wanted to drive that, that home with you because you're going to be really wealthy if you figure that out. Very interesting. The Very other thing you can do well, hey, I, is upgrade I really your own life. That. Are you paying yourself well, first? I mean, uh, very, very little. I That's the other thing. Almost no salary. I'm in T. Okay, now you understand where I'm driving, Thor. You got to be making some dough, man. You're working too hard. Well, I've always seen it. If I, I always, I've always felt like I'm making money if the business is making money because I own the whole business. You know what I mean? So I've never, I've never. I got news for you, Thor. I, I understand, but that, that doesn't equate to what's in your actual personal bank account. Am I right, George? Exactly. A business can make bank and you can take home very little of it. So I would pay yourself first here a living wage, and it sounds like you need to upgrade that. And the other thing I'll point you to is a great free resource called Entree Leader's Guide to Business Finances. And anyone out there, if you've got a small business, even a larger business, check it out. Go to entreeleadership.com slash finances and download that for free. It's going to show you the same principles we use at Ramsey to run this place debt-free. I think Thor's still not sure. I think he's hearing what we're saying. He's not listening. We stuck to our guns. You're not going to be an Avenger doing it your way, pal. You do it our way, watch out. He's never going to live that day. I had to say it. I could not say it. Great hour, George Campbell. I want to say thanks to our fearless eater, James Childs. He's enjoying a snack in the control room. And thank you, America. This is The Ramsey Show.